and I'm Eleanor Parker and you are listening to the Bygones Podcast, the Annie McBeal Rewatch Podcast where we discuss every episode through 2018 eyes. Hello Eleanor. Hello. Top of the morning. <laughs> not morning, but that's it's fine. Not. <laughs> um, we are this week. We are this fortnight, I should say, because we're fortnightly. Yeah. <laughs> we're discussing season one, episode five. Yes, uh, one hundred is... tears away, which first aired twentieth of October, nineteen ninety-seven. So we're we're in October. We're in October. Fully into October. I was thinking we should do like something. Like maybe start looking, like googling and seeing what was going on at the time when the episode was released, just to kind of put a context around it. Like, this do is you want to do that now, quickly? Uh, yeah, I can have a look. Yeah, twentieth yeah. October. What happened? Nineteen. I'd love it if the first result is. The fifth episode of Ali would be a That was the most important thing that happened that day. In that special week of October, people in the US were listening to Candle in the Wind by Elton John. Oh, of course, because Diana died. Yeah, because Diana died died in the August, hadn't she? Yeah. Oh my God, oh God. I remember that. Do you remember remember that? that? so hard, yeah. Yeah, like... Our cousin got married the day of her funeral, do you remember? And we had to stay home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And our parents on the way back were able to swing by one of the palaces. Buckingham Palace. And there there was like... A sea of flowers, yeah, like, uh, so it was sad. insane. Yeah, so Elton John was everywhere. Yeah, Elton John was everywhere. Uh, in the UK, something about the way you look slash candle in the wind was in the top five hits. Same, same. The Devil's Advocate, directed by Taylor Hackford, was one of the most viewed movies released in oh, 1997. Have you seen that? I no, seen I it. haven't. No, oh, okay. The Angel of Darkness by Caleb Carr was one of the best-selling books. Not did not read that. No, on TV people were watching the atheist experience. No, they weren't. They were watching. (laughs) (laughs) So there we go. Yes, that's what was happening. Well, that was interesting. Now that situates me a bit more. Yeah, I I just thought. Yeah, be good to start. Anyway, introducing context. Back to 100 Tears Away. So, which is the name of a song that Vonda sings in this episode? Yeah, it is. Named after. Yeah. So we are opening, and we're in the supermarket, which is a set we haven't seen before. No, it's it's. Uh, it looks like it's in the. I don't know how we know this, but it looks like it's in the evening, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, which well, is... Ali's in her. The 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 where I got that from was Ali's in her suit, her skirt suit, and I just think well, you wouldn't go shopping for groceries before work. Yeah, sure and I guess because she's not like rushing round trying no. to find, like she's going it's quite leisurely. sort of leisurely pace. Yeah, so the camera pans to the left and we see Ali browsing down one aisle and then yes. it goes on to the next aisle and we see random woman looking at the crisps section or I guess in America they'd call it chips. the chips. Yeah. Um, and she's picking up a box of plain it's Pringles. It's Pringles, red, isn't it? Red plain Pringles. Yeah. And she's asking the store clerk kind of, oh, these look like old stock. Do you have any others? And the, the clerk's like, we can't keep them on the shelves. And I'm just like, what? Who eats plain Pringles? Everyone knows that they're the worst flavour. I uh, Right. I've always felt a bit of a freak because everyone goes on about how great Pringles are. I've never liked Pringles. I don't get... 
I don't get the thing well, with Pringles at all. You definitely wouldn't get it if you were eating plain ones because plain ones yeah, are the they're worst. fucking horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone knows, you know, sour cream and chive or where it's at. <laughs> Maybe I need to give those a try. Anyway, she's like <laughs> having this conversation and then we see Ali's obviously come round from the aisle further along and is walking up this aisle with this woman, this Pringles woman there and sort of browsing and looking and the woman puts the Pringles back on the shelf. Yeah, she puts them down back on the shelf and appears to be looking at other... She picks up another bag, like a, a chips that come in a bag. So yeah. They're not even the same brand. No, so yeah, like, just completely she's, different. She's very close to them. She's not moved that far away. No. But she has moved on in moved her Moved her focus. attention, yeah. And this is important, viewers, yeah. listeners, even. Because... <laughs> because... So the, the, the next thing that happens is, is after she puts them down, Ali... I would say quite quickly, but not so quickly to be rude, like picks the tube up and it's like... But I don't think it's rude anyway, even if it was quick. I'd be like, if you put them down, you've put them down well, this and they're is, fair game. So this is, Ali, yeah, this is the so argument they're getting to. Yeah. So, so as soon as Ali picks them up, the woman turns to her and says, um, you can't have them because I want them. And she's like, Ali says, but you put them down. How yes. can you have put them down and still think that you're getting them? Why didn't you put them in, in your, your trolley? Car? Yeah. Which is a good point. Yeah. I think that's a I very agree. good point. Because, you know, the supermarket's like the wild, wild west. Like, <laughs> you cannot just put things down yeah. and expect them to stay and there. And expect them to stay there. Um, I would always, if I wasn't sure about anything in a supermarket, I would always just put it in my trolley and yeah. walk around with it. Yeah, just, just in case. In case. Yeah, because I'm like, if it's And not, then put it down in the frozen section. Yeah, like, if it's <laughs> just to no, make everyone's life harder see I will go back to the place I found I never, them I'm so bad I never do that or I get to the checkout and I just am like actually I don't want that and just talk it by the side of the um, I, I won't do that if it's like something that needs to be in a fridge or a freezer because I'm like yeah. I'm <laughs> cringing your face says something different I definitely do do that upholds to us supermarket everywhere <laughs> but if it's yeah to me if it's not in your trolley or if it's not in your hand if you've put it down it's fair game it's fair game it's the world uh, yeah if someone every man for himself if, ever, if someone like came up and snatched it out of your hand different very different yeah <laughs> anyway the woman is making her argument Big which song is and dance. she it says she was still deciding whether she wanted them that's a you know this is an accepted part of shopping and then ali swooped in and stole them from her, or so she thinks. And and then she says, I don't mean to be difficult, but these other the other Pringles that are on the shelf have ridges. And ridges I have hurt my I have No, she doesn't even say that, she just says, I have trouble with ridges. And I'm like, <laughs> what kind of trouble? Like, as you've, you've inferred that it means they hurt her mouth. But yeah. I, she doesn't specify. No, she doesn't. She just has trouble. Okay. Um, and this is where Ali goes into full-on lawyer mode. Lawyer mode, Because she's yeah. like, look, I'm not being funny, but you say you have trouble with ridges, and then the next thing you picked up was a bag of ruffles, which have ridges. So how can so. you say that you have trouble with <laughs> Something ridges? Something is not um, consistent here. <laughs> and the woman's like, what are you, a lawyer? <laughs> And that's when Ali gets the clerk involved because she obviously wants a witness because she yeah. is a lawyer and it's like, did you see what just happened? Like, yes. I'm not going mental. And that's when the woman is like, oh, you're playing the sex card because, you know, you expect that he's going to side with you just because you look pretty. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, what? Well, yeah, I was like, the sex card, like, because at first I was like, I don't think I've heard that phrase used 
in a very long time. I've heard the race card yeah. be used, but the sex card, I'm like, I don't think I've heard that. Like, I think, I, I think people say that like sort of because basically I googled like sex, sex card. card I yeah. do not want to know I wouldn't what came recommend up. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend <laughs> but yeah, Urban Dictionary did have an entry for sex card and what it said what page was it on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it said what women use to manipulate men into getting things and it was just like so what do we carry this around in our handbag and like whip it out I didn't think I was given one I want one <laughs> that would have seen anyway then the woman grabs the tube of pringles out of ali's hand like yeah what, she does snatch it out of ali's dick, hands yeah what a dick and the, the clerk's like i don't get involved with yeah. product disputes which yeah. i was like Long. fair enough <laughs> and and this is where ali's like do you know what you can have the fucking pringles it doesn't matter but what i want from you is to be honest because you only wanted them because I wanted, I wanted them. them, yeah. And let's just let's just, just be, be honest, honest with me, yeah. To which the woman responds, "You pissy little thing," yeah. In your Calvin Klein suit, yeah. Thinking you own the joint. I'm paraphrasing, but that's like where she goes. And I am just like, I am not enjoying this girl on girl crime here because do older women really? I don't think they really go around thinking that younger women are pissy little things because they can wear. I Calvin wonder Klein whether that. I mean, no doubt this woman is awful like she is an awful woman bitter but i wonder whether it's trying to i know class isn't as big a thing in america as it is in britain but i wonder whether the fact that she points out in your calvin klein suits like i wonder whether it's she's making out oh you're just this rich bitch and maybe this woman isn't as but well but then she also or, says you've know. grabbed them you only got them because then you wouldn't because they were nearby, so you don't have to pop a pause to reach them. So she's also got this thing about her looking nice. Yeah. Or young, or whatever. Like, I don't know. (laughs) But then Annie turns around and says, why are you so mean? Is it because you look how you look? (laughs) To which I'm like, what the fuck, Annie? You're no better. Well, yeah, because I was like, I got a note here going, I thought the woman looked pretty average looking. Yeah, I was like, what's wrong with the woman? The woman looks like a normal woman. She looks like a normal woman. (laughs) Normal. What is normal? Um... But then the woman's like really smart because like I've got the Pringles, so I'm nah, 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 nah. Yeah, to basically. Which, and then this is where the crime of the episode happens. <laughs> Ali then trips the woman as she walks away. Yeah, she sticks out her foot. The woman she? falls over. The trolley goes into a big display of cooking oil yeah, which then like, like all smashes falls on all top of this woman's head like in true comedy fashion <laughs> it is very funny yes and then <laughs> ali is like oops <laughs> i mean it is one of those things where i'm like i understand why she stuck out her foot but it isn't something that i personally would have done no <laughs> I I didn't I didn't like the exchange. I mean, after that we go straight into titles. I just yeah. I just my whole thing was like, why are these women getting at each other for being women? I don't yeah, know. It was just I know really odd. it was a uh, how I, it descended. I, I, like I can understand being annoyed that someone's picked up some stuff and having, but why did it descend into looks? Why and, did it suddenly? You know, yeah, from, from and, yeah, it, yeah. I know what you mean. It was. I have to say, uh, you know. 
I've never had any kind of exchange like this with an older and woman. And it wouldn't occur to me to no. pull those insults out in of that the, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, I wonder if this is back to your thing that you bring up quite often about men writing for women. women. Yeah. Um, because I just wouldn't go I've there. I've never had. Because it's not relevant to no. the exchange. And it, it's also, it's one of those things where, like I said, I just, I've never had an older woman have a go at me and bring it into this realm. No. You know, they may have had a, a go at me for something that like I may have stepped on their foot by accident or no. something like that, but they've gone, ow, that hurt. Yeah. And I've said, sorry. They've not then gone, Is oh, it because you're young? young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I, yeah. It was very odd. odd exchange, but it does end with a comedy. It trip, was funny. So. And I, do you know what? I do enjoy the fact that it's in the, it's just interesting seeing her in the supermarket in like a domestic environment. Yes. Like a, like a, not domestic, that's not the right word, but do you know what I mean? Like a, doing a mundane task. Yeah, yeah, out of work, like yeah. a non professional setting that's not at home. Just like, it's just yeah. interesting to see her carry yes. herself that way. So, first thing after titles, we see the woman being wheeled out on a gurney. On a stretcher, yeah. Being like, <laughs> it was totally vicious, she's telling the police. Yeah. Um, and Annie's being handcuffed. Yeah, and she's insisting that she was only going for a stumble, like, she didn't intend for this woman to get hurt. Yeah, like and that. she's also objecting to being handcuffed as to whether it's really necessary. Yeah. And the guy's like, well, it is standard procedure. <laughs> um, and Renee uh, turns Renee. up. Renee, even. Renee. <laughs> I'm like, hello, hello. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> no, Renee turns up. She's uh, obviously a DA, which we found out a few episodes ago. Um, and she, again, is like, come on, do we really need... Well, I love it. She turns around and goes, I can't send you to the store for one roll of paper towels. Like, she's clearly... Like, you know, I can't send you anywhere. It's like, everything's a drama with you, Ali. And they're taking Ali into custody, and Ali's like, why? And she's... And Renee's like, that's what happens when you get arrested, Ali, and you commit a crime. And then she's being pulled away by the police, because they're like, oh, stop moaning, come on, we just need to get you down to the station. And she is kicking up a big fuss saying don't pull me i'll sue police brutality and then she says let's not forget about rodney king and i have two i have two technically this week oh but they're both kind of for similar reasons so i don't know whether that counts as one or two but let's just throw two okay in. let's just yeah okay go on so my here is because I've just watched the, I don't know if it's all over the world, but um, certainly on UK Netflix at the moment, they've got the um, OJ Simpson documentary. Yeah. So not the, yeah. not the, the, not the, the TV re-dramatisation with yeah, David no. Schumer. I mean the documentary. Is it uh, OJ Made in America? That's it, that's yeah. the one. And it's like a five parter, I think. And yeah. each episode's like 90 minutes long, so it's yeah. quite hefty. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, starts with um and it's i would really recommend it because it's really brilliant it. yeah you've watched it yeah. yeah so it starts with uh, the, the first episode is all about oj's career which i as a uk uk resident really didn't have as a much appreciation for no i did as well known yeah. over here no. obviously american football's not as big over here yeah then it goes into the history of police race relations in America, particularly in LA. In LA, yeah. And large part of that in the kind of build up to what happened with OJ was, um, and that influenced a lot of the OJ stuff, was the Rodney King yeah. incident. And I am just like, this is not how an appropriate dare joke. You. Yeah. Well, just how dare you, as a rich white woman, 
pull out Rodney King in your own arrest. Like, no. And I don't blame no. Annie because obviously she's fictitious. No. I blame it, the writers. Yeah, it is not appropriate and in no way, no way the same thing. And like, what shocks me about that being thrown in as a line is how close to... They, they, they weren't far away from the Rodney King incident in terms of time. Like, this is 97. Rodney King yeah. was the early 90s. Yeah, so not long And past. I'm like... And even if it was like 30 years later, it doesn't I still matter. don't think like, that, it's But not I'm just quite shocked at how soon after they felt that that was like okay to throw if in. I was Renee, I would have slapped her upside that the head. That was the other thing. I was like, like Renee is right yeah, there. She just... is a woman of colour. Yeah. And it's just let's lie. Like, oh, hilarious. Yeah. Like, like oh, it, it's, away it's like the same, isn't it? Like... And, and I just, I, uh, I got really up, I mean, I know it's fresh in my mind because I've watched that documentary yeah. and I maybe did, would, if I hadn't seen that documentary, I don't know if I would have even picked up on it as Well, much because as I, I don't, I don't remember Rodney King at the yeah. time. A, I was in the UK and B, I was too young to have been aware of that kind of I mean, world event. I mean, I was aware of it, but it's only through watching that documentary and, and some other stuff that I'm just kind of more appreciative of the the impact that and the and the, the importance the importance of, of it and event, i i yeah. was just really shocked by that being a line that they thought was okay to, to put, put in, in Ali's mouth. In her yeah. mouth, particularly. Yeah. yeah. And so that is my number one objection. We've got another one that's on the longer, similar lines later in the episode. So oh, okay. Keep Look listening. out for that. <laughs> so, so, yes. So they get to the police station. Yeah. And then they She's say... She's had her mug shot. Yeah. And then they say <laughs> that they have to add shoplifting to the charge as Ali had had contraceptive jelly in her pocket. Well, <laughs> because Ali's like, they're, they're saying like let's go home and Ali's like oh do I need to get my belongings back and the police are like no we've got another problem and Ali's like is she dead <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was funny and they're like no we've, you've got contraceptive you put contraceptive jelly in your pocket in your... we've seen the CCTV yes and Ali is like immediately mortified like put her hands into her yes. mouth she's completely forgotten about this but she's yeah, obviously so, hugely embarrassed yeah and she's basically sort of trying to explain and be like well look no I I put it in my pocket because I was embarrassed yeah. to be walking around with it in my car like yeah. um, I, I, I fully was intended to pay. Yeah. to pay for it and Renee's then, like oh. jelly you're not even having sex oh, I know <laughs> so then they're back at the flat and Renee's trying to get to the bottom of what the hell she was doing with yes. contraceptive jelly she's also saying she's going to try and like fast track the process and she's going to try and be the da on the case which i'm like i'm sorry is that not a conflict of interest i know i was like uh corruption <laughs> yeah um but she's saying she needs a lawyer ali needs to get herself a lawyer and ali immediately says oh no i'm going to represent myself and, and renee's like judges don't like when you yeah do they don't they don't like that call someone from your office yeah now so she calls Richard first. Well, no, she we don't see her pick up the phone. It just the scene cuts to Whipper and Richard <laughs> rolling around in the hay, so to speak, as the phone rings. Yeah, and Whipper answers. Oh yeah, yeah. And she answers and is like doesn't stop rolling and yeah. is like moaning. <laughs> and Ali, then we sort of the scene keeps switching between Ali on the phone and and. The, yeah. the other end of the phone and Ali's face is just a bit like oh god uh, well made it was like oh he's busy right now we'll call you back oh, 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 and god. then hangs up and I'm like who does that no no really just 
I also, she's don't a understand. judge. I know. She's sleeping with Richard, who she knows owns a law firm and yeah. that lawyers may call him, and she's decided to pick up the phone. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, and you expect to like just face them in court the next day? Like, I, well, you know what? Like, in a way, I kind of have a bit of admiration for Whipper in terms of just being like, yeah, I'm a sexual human being, and you've interrupted me in the middle of my sex. <laughs> to be a sexual human being I just don't want to have to listen to it on the phone no I appreciate that like I'm happy for it to happen to exist as a concept in my mind that like I don't know Christmas (laughs) is a thing that I know is there but I don't have to like be witness to it do you know what I mean yeah I think I just part of me yeah has a little bit of admiration for with her in that moment just sort of owning it and being like yeah this is happening not a good time. Call you later. <laughs> just don't pick up the phone. Just don't pick up the phone. How about we yeah, just don't pick up the phone? How about, how about life rules? I mean, if you're having sex, <laughs> don't pick up the phone. I mean, <laughs> if, if, say, I was on the loo and my like, phone rang, I wouldn't pick up the phone and be exactly. like, I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm owning the poop. I'm owning my bowel movement. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Just no. So Ali understandably looks at the phone disgusted once Whipper's hung up. Yes. Then we cut to another similar uh, scene in that, except Billy and Georgia are lying asleep. They're not rolling around. No, they're actually sleeping. And Georgia picks up the phone, passes it straight to Billy, and we can kind of hear Ali on the other side of it being like, (laughs) "Don't say anything. Just accept the fact that I need help and give it to me." Which I this unnecessary way of saying that, but, yeah. but she felt she had to. Um, anyway, Billy basically agreed to be her lawyer, and yeah. um, we'll, we'll, he's like, "Okay, I'll meet you at the courthouse tomorrow." <laughs> and she's Ali's still rambling as Georgia hangs up, <laughs> 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 and Billy then explains to <laughs> Georgia because Georgia's like, "Who was that?" And Billy's like, "Ali knocked someone unconscious. It's just don't worry about it." And he yeah. sort of says it as though you'd say. And so you were dealing with like an errant child. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? completely. Like a teenager yeah. that's just like yeah. an idiot. Like, oh, don't go worry back about to it. Yeah. Then we cut to back at Ali and uh, Renee's apartment. Um, Renee's put down the phone because she's found out who the judge will be and it's going to be Boyle. Yeah. And Ali's like, great, he likes hookers and clean teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, slapped wrist for the use of the word hooker. Yeah. But Renee's saying that she thinks that she's lucky because she might actually dodge a bullet. She's got, like, a not that antagonistic judge. You know, yes. Billy's, Billy likes him. Um, you know, and she's, she she's saying, you know, you know, you should be all right. Um, and then she's like, now can we talk about this? And I was the jelly up. Yeah. And Ali's like, lifts up a cushion and is like, no! Yeah, she's clearly really embarrassed that she's been caught trying to buy... Contraceptive jelly. Contraceptive jelly. Which, Which I am a bit like... I know this is the 90s, but it's just contraception. Like, what is the big deal here? Well, I think, for me, it's obvious that Ali is not in a relationship. I think they're just interested in the fact that, obviously, buying contraception means that you... Normally, it means you're planning on having sex. Sex. Or you're open to having sex. Yeah. And for someone like Ali... Who is not impulsive and... No, she's not known for, should we say, having one night stands left, right and centre. No, no. So, 
they're kind of like, who is it? Like, is it Chase? Like, I think she's yes. just interested in her right. love life, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the next day they're at court. Billy wants to know the facts about the case because he's <laughs> going to be arguing on Depending her behalf. Her, yeah. And Ali's like, no, no, just follow Renee. I'm not telling you anything. Just... <laughs> I'm like, for God's sake. Yeah, like, it's... Oh, okay, right. Um, so... And Renee stands up and she's like... Well, she's very much trying to minimise what Ali like, did. Yeah, let's just... There's nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. Whatever. Yeah, and... Moving and on. Let's not waste time on this. And Boyle is actually like, aren't you the district attorney? Like, what are... You know, why are you... Yeah, he's like, she mauled, she mauled a woman over a pack of chips. <laughs> and Renee's like, she tripped. It's be minor. And he's like, what are you... She's stealing spermicide. She was embarrassed. Aren't you the district attorney? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but I don't see the point of wasting tax dollars... Tax dollars. ...on, on something like this. So that's where Judge Boyle asks Ali to step up to the bench um, because he wants to see her teeth, obviously. Oh, her teeth again. Her teeth. And then he recognises her because of her teeth. He's never seen <laughs> you before. And Billy's like, yeah, as a lawyer... She's been as she's been up in front of you as a lawyer with me. Yeah. And and at this point we see Ali Ali's you can only see Ali's eyes over the top of the bench when she's that close to it. Yeah. Which makes her look really like juvenile. Yeah. She has to like go on tiptoes to even show yeah. her teeth. Yeah. Um, which I thought was quite interesting because she just looks like a small child. Well, yeah, I mean I think it's scene. trying and, to like the adults are talking about her around Yeah, her. above her head. Yeah. I mean uh, uh, this because Billy says, like, oh, uh, this was just a misunderstanding and that he submitted Ali's x-rays and dental records that should vouch for her good hygiene. Yeah. And it just occurred to me, I was like, because obviously we've had this thing with Boyle before, with his, where, with his thing with teeth. Teeth, even. And I, I'm just a bit like, so if someone went up in court and had bad teeth, do they not get a fair trial? Do they not get... I mean, I don't know like, how this is allowed. I know. I know. I'm just like, how is this legal that he he sort of prejudices the person on trial because depending on how hygiene, good their teeth hygiene. are? Yeah, it just... It's mad. Yeah. And he... So Boyle dismisses it because she has good teeth. No findings <laughs> for one year. And then he says, behave yourself, you little vixen. I know, which in most cases... <laughs> For me, I'm like, Boyle is one of those characters that is, like, weirdly adorable to me. So, for me, I find that really funny. When he goes, you little vixen. So, this is funny, and we're going to get into more of this as we see more of Boyle this season. Yeah. Um, But I remember when we first watched it, I felt like that about Boyle. Like, he was this, like, oh, he's this cute old man. Eccentric. I'm finding the more I watch of Ali this time round of the show, I'm just, he irritates me more and more. Really? Yeah, okay. because I'm like, just because you're an old man does not mean that you you, you aren't subject to the same standards as everyone yes. else. Yeah. And I'm There using... is that thing, isn't there, of like people who are older get kind of a free pass. You're like, oh, they're old. old. Yeah, they don't exactly. know better. <laughs> like it was different when they were young. And I'm like, no, they're still, they've still got their wits about them. They're still trusted to be judges. They're yeah. Still, yes. you know. I mean, I think especially when you're still trusted yeah. to be a judge. Yeah. I mean, unless they've got, you know, some sort of awful um, mental deterioration type yes. disease, like Alzheimer's or, you know, yeah. where there's obviously going to be no changing the way that they think. Yes. It's harder to change the way people think generally as you get older, but it's certainly not impossible if you still no. have all your no. mental faculties. And you cannot just 
be like, well, it was like that in the seventies, so therefore, why therefore should I, I have to fine. change? Yeah, and I'm just like, I've got less and less patience for that line yeah. of thought. Yeah. And so Boyle, interestingly, on this viewing, annoys you. I'm getting more and more irritated uh, with him, okay. which is weird because I've watched. Ali a few times since it first aired and I've yeah. never felt like that before okay. I think my patience for old men is obviously wearing thin <laughs> <laughs> I've had it up to here with old men so he's such a little vixen and that annoys me um, but then we're back at the office and Ali comes out of the elevator and Elaine is there and she's like I have truly wonderful news yeah. and Ali says might you keep it to yourself <laughs> yeah she really doesn't want to hear anything but she sold the face bra. Yeah. She's doing uh, an infomercial with a venture capitalist and uh, the deal's not done, but she really wants Ali to close it, which is nice of her. I think it actually is the sort of level of trust that she gets yeah. in Ali. Like, she does think that Ali's Well, she often wants to involve Ali. She wants Ali. to involve her, yeah. yeah. And that's when Richard kind of comes up behind and he's like, what's all this about you kicking a woman's senses? <laughs> Exaggerated. Yeah, and Ali's like, she tripped. Um, it was a calm head. Who told you? <laughs> and Richard's like, well, it was the board of overseers because Judge Boyle has reported you and they've suspended your license. And Ali's like, WTF. Yeah. And Elaine's like, who's going to do my pattern? <laughs> <laughs> Back to the important thing, um, the face bra. <laughs> and so they, Richard's like, they've scheduled your hearing for tomorrow. And Ali's like, still not taking it in no. like suspended my license what the hell yeah. which is like Ali you can't just attack someone over a snack treat that's not officialism it's just the rule of common sense <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they've just, I mean I don't know how you feel about them suspending our license uh, yeah I mean well obviously we'll get into this as we move through the episode but it feels very strange that this has happened to her when like a few episodes ago we had John Cage soliciting a sex worker and nothing appears yeah. to there have been no repercussions for no. him on a professional so it feels odd that yeah that he's being hauled up in front of the so for something know, that minor. Is, is yeah relatively minor so then we're at the bar Vonda is singing i don't know which song she's singing i wrote down the lyrics but i never looked it up i don't know it says I did, look I did, what I they've done to my song is it look what they've done to my song i know it's not i don't know <laughs> Anyway, Fonda singing. Georgia, Georgia, <laughs> Billy, and Richard, and cigars. I've got. Boo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cause, you know how cause, I feel about cigars. Yeah, Billy, Richard, and Elaine are all smoking cigars. No, no. First, it's George. So there's Billy and Richard are smoking. George yeah. is also at the table with um, Billy and Richard smoking cigars, and Ali is at the table as well. Yeah. And they're all discussing whether they can really suspend her. And so George is like, "Is it what's happening?" Billy's like. Yeah, maybe they just want to warn her. So Georgia, Billy and Richard are talking about Ali like she's not in the room. So Ali's yes. like, hello, and I'm annoyed. right here. Yeah. Um, I'm in the same room. And Richard's like, you're the same room, but not the same planet. Bygones. <laughs> and that's when Elaine comes in, because she's got the name of who's going to be sitting tomorrow. And then she takes a drag of Richard's cigar. Yeah. Which yes. And yes. Georgia clearly agrees because she says, how can you smoke those disgusting things? And I'm just kind of like, Georgia, if you don't like it, then don't sit with them. Yeah. <laughs> because you're, by sitting with them... Helping them have... This, enabling yeah, them yeah, to yeah, have yeah. their sort of... The conversation that... You're, you're, you're basically not stopping them from... Do you know what I mean? If, if every time they smoked a cigar... You left. 
you went and sat at a different table, it may not make a difference, but it may make them think, huh, if I want to hang out with my wife, I guess I won't smoke a cigar. Well, this is the thing. I think she probably worries that they wouldn't care that she was by herself at another Have table. Some better self-esteem. <laughs> anyway, Elaine's answer to this is, they lend intrigue to my character. Which cracks me up because I'm like, isn't this the reason everyone starts smoking? Is because they think it looks cool. Yeah. And it's like... It it's, really doesn't. Yeah, and it's that thing of like... Yeah, for me, it it speaks to that thing of people who start smoking to look cool, it's because they're insecure about their own personality. So they feel they have to have some kind of prop yeah. that makes them look cool. I think you're right. And, and I think that's the kind of thing sort of Elaine is, is sort of vocalising there, basically. So then the conversation moves on to who's going to represent Ali at this Board of Overseers hearing, because it's, it's quite serious. They're serious. They're not yeah. like boil like fun no not no he says fun. they're all sort of conservative christians like no sense of humor type people and ali says what we've all been thinking which is what is what is going on here because there are lawyers that commit serious crimes and don't yeah. get pulled up in front of yeah. the board this seems like some sort of am i being punked essentially yes, she yeah. says even though punked didn't exist then but like <laughs> um richard's like no it's not a joke it's really that's they're really serious. conservative yeah. one of them's a christian like yeah. it's really serious which made me wonder like i was like isn't shouldn't there be more of an effort to make these kind of things a bit more diverse that is a good point like why have you all got like people with the same views yeah so who says that these people who all think the same should decide who gets to practice law i mean it yeah good. it doesn't feel fair no that there isn't you know that they all basically are coming from the same perspective perspective it feels and Ali clearly agrees because she's like great and bangs her head on the table yeah and Billy and Georgia are like meh what are you gonna do yeah Richard is playing with smoke rings yeah and so the next day the board we're in the board hearing and the board are watching CCTV of the incident and Billy's arguing that the tape doesn't reflect the fact that there was a provocation. Um, by Mrs. Clarkson, yeah. And actually there were no criminal findings by the police and, you know, that it was dismissed. Yeah. She hasn't been charged with anything. And look, this is where the board bring up that actually it's not about the crime. This isn't why she's been called yeah. up. It's because they are questioning her mental fitness to practice law. And this is really odd. I was just like... It, can this happen? Like, I, I, I was really, like, who, well, what? <laughs> I don't, I am sure it's something that can happen. However, they list off the evidence that they have to cause them to want to make this inquiry. Mm. And to me, that evidence is quite flimsy. So they list off the fact that one of the board members happened to be friends with Professor Dawson, who we saw last episode, and he heard her at his funeral giving um, this bizarre eulogy yeah. yeah then they point to some random man in the corner of the room saying do you recognize this man you bumped into him in the street and shoved him yeah for and, not being apologetic yeah. enough and then they list the fact that dental records were submitted as evidence which i'm like but that's, that's wasn't because of her the idea yeah. or her fault and why isn't judge boyle being put through this process then because it's him that has Exactly. This thing so, with the teeth. Yes, and actually, I have more to say about that later, but yes. yeah. So their argument is, with lawyers coming under more public scrutiny, we can't, you know, you trip people, you steal, you behave erratically you on You accost people in the street, yeah. 
So, you know, and Ali is like, there's an explanation for all of this. And they're like, you'll get your chance to explain it when we have the evidentiary hearing tomorrow. Um, But until then, don't attack anybody. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, I, but I'm just like, all of those points that you've just listed, to me, they're all circumstantial. Like, there's nothing there that forms a pattern of mental fitness. There's nothing there that is even consistent. Like, and and for stuff that isn't, Related to her practicing law, law. Like if there was They're stuff, personal, yeah, things. yeah, things that have happened in her personal life that, that you may not have. It's only, it's only just by happenstance that some of you are even aware of some of these yes, things. Exactly, and it just feels like this feels like an invasion into her life. Yeah, that they have no right to do because there are lawyers. Because there's nothing in this that points to her being unable to serve her clients. No, she's got no complaints in that regard, yeah. nothing. And I just think it's only because she happens to have a very open relationship with the people that she works with and shares about her life, whether mm. she wants to or not. Mm. But they do have this very collegial, familial yes. environment. Yes. For better or for worse at Cajun Fist. Yes. There are, I'm sure, people in legal practices across America, across the world, that keep their private lives private. Yeah. Just come in, do their job, yeah. and they get into all sorts of things back at home that are the same or worse than this. Yeah. And no one would ever know. Yeah, or ever bat an eye. So it shouldn't yeah. be yeah. the basis for this no. rigmarole. If, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that is that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we're back at the office. Uh, Ali is kind of storming into the office, absolutely fuming, understandably, yeah. with yeah. Richard and Billy behind. And Elaine is kind of following them Ali is like this is ridiculous they can't do this mm. and what I find hilarious is that Elaine frames herself in the doorway <laughs> holds up this piece of paper with her finger and pinky in the air and announces they've subpoenaed me well yeah I love it she like announces it like she's just won a competition like it's really funny it's so funny and Ali is taking her shoes off she's mid taking her shoes off which I thought was quite funny because I'm just like, what an alley thing to do in the middle of the day, just decide my feet are killing me, I'm taking them off. My feet are killing me, my shoes are killing me, I'm taking them off. Yeah. Um, and everyone is like, why if they subpoenaed Elaine? And Elaine's like, I don't know. And then she's like, and she, but she looks absolutely gleeful yes. about it. Yeah. Um, and that she's saying, oh, don't look so worried. I'm on Ali's side. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's, that doesn't help. <laughs> Everyone looks even more worried. When she yeah. says that. And Billy's like, have you said anything? Like, why would they yeah, subpoena? What would... have you been saying to people? And uh, Elaine's all like, oh, I oh, say so many woe things. Woe is me. Like, so her, many people. So many people flapping her hair. Like, oh, yeah. how can I possibly remember? I'm sure she's popped into conversation. And Ali's like, what did you say? <laughs> And Richard's like, bygones. And Ali is brandishing this shoe that she's yes. just taken off, yeah. going like, it's not bygones, not everything is a bygone. What did you say? <laughs> Elaine's like, snappish, Richard again. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and uh, Billy's, Billy's kind of moving on. He's like, it's probably not Elaine. He's like, the pedestrian probably followed you and reported you. And yeah. then we've got Judge Boyle. Yeah. And Ali's like, Billings, it must be Billings. He's obviously one of the judges is friends with him or something. Yeah. Like, they're like trying to. And Richard's like, and Richard says something which is really quite sweet. He says, it, but they go after one of us, we all go after them. And I was just like, yes, Richard. Yes. Richard. <laughs> yes. And then we get kind of a montage shot of Ali walking home and Vonda singing. Go ahead, find out. Just give in to the madness. 
method, which you would if someone had just questioned yeah. your ability to like have your and mental the fact ability. That she's starting to suspect that this is all payback from Jack Billings, Ooh. that she has dared to respond to his sexual harassment by going after him and and standing up to it and going no i won't just be harassed and you get away with it you know the fact and the fact that she beat him in court with georgia um was it it wasn't last episode it was the episode before wasn't it and because of that proved that she's beaten him in personal and professional life it she feels like Oh, the system is rigged yeah. because he's now pulling all the strings she he has. That it must be him. Yeah, yeah. To to get me back. Yeah, yeah. So she gets home. Um, we're at home. It's the next next um, scene. And Ali and Renee. You know, Ali's sort of pouring her heart out to Renee. She's like, it wasn't supposed to be like this, and blah blah blah. Yeah, and she's basically sort of saying like, you know, once she was a lawyer, like life was supposed to be relatively nice yeah yeah. um and renee is like yeah 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 anyway can we talk about (laughs) this jelly yeah yeah um so renee changes the subject and this is where we get into what she was doing with the jelly why she had it in the first place and renee assumes that you know it's because we saw in the last episode she danced with Billy. Yeah, so, so she starts so clearly, saying, do you think that's Well, yeah, him? I mean, clearly Ali has gone home after that last episode and told, and told Renee that Billy and her had this dancing Dance, moment. Which and we objected all Yeah, we, we didn't like that at all. Yeah, and Renee points out what we were saying earlier, that Ali is not this sexually impulsive yeah. person. So this does, I think this means something. Yeah, because Ali's trying to be dismissive. She's like, oh yeah, I'm about to have an affair. And then she's like, oh no, it was on sale. Like she's not getting down to why. Yeah. And Renee's saying, as you say, what we said, which is you don't do this. This Unless this is something specific. And Ali's saying, you know, even if you're right, I don't have to tell you, which is is true. True, yeah. But also, if I was her best friend, I would feel a little hurt by that because I'd be like, well, you tell me everything bloody else. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why is this different? Um, So Renee's like, no, you don't. But if you were going to tell, who is it? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Who is this intended for? And Ali turns around and says, Omar Sharif, which really cracked me up because in my head I was like, Who? And I had to Google him because I was like, you don't know I know, I I'd heard the name before, and I was like, I know this is probably someone I should know. And I Googled him, and I was like, oh, oh okay, you, yeah. Surely you've seen the film that she's talking about. Which one? With Barbara Streisand. Funny, funny Girl. girl? Yeah. Funny Girl. No, I've not seen, not funny, seen girl. funny Girl. No, no. Oh, well, no. he's a famous. I, I, I'll definitely look it up at some point because yeah, yeah. Um, but he's been in like Doctor Shivago and yeah he's been in loads of yeah, stuff yeah he's like it's like I only know that because Clint Eastwood <laughs> no it's not because he he I, I, Clint Eastwood has had a career past okay his you okay know, crime was saying, in air quotes do you know uh, I was gonna say Christopher Plummer but he's had a career past his plum. Yeah, and plus Christopher Plummer's in one of my all-time favourite films. But he's in a lot of films of that era as well. Omar yeah, Sharif but is. I, I don't, they're not musicals. Okay, all right, all right. Well, <laughs> isn't Funny Girl a musical? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, the point is, she said Omar Sharif and Renee's like, what? And Ali's like, it's the guy who's looking for my door because in 
the Funny Girl musical, he's um, the character that is like looking for Barbara Streisand's character, and she's right. like, I bought this because I want to believe that there's a man looking for looking me. Looking for me. Um, right. And I want to have my contraceptive journey ready for when it happens. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> and Renee's like, don't say that at your hearing choice. <laughs> Keep it in this room, yeah? <laughs> in the vault. <laughs> so they're hearing the next day. Yeah. The woman, the bitchy woman from the oh. store, is giving evidence. Yeah. And she's <laughs> the tape doesn't show this, but it was with malice. She <laughs> locked her ankle. There was no gift to her. <laughs> no. It's like, like you cannot infer malice. From I know. a rigid ankle, <laughs> and then and then the the board is clearly like not interested in how mean Ali might have been. It's yeah. more to do with her mental stability again. Yeah, did she seem erratic? Is what they keep asking. Yeah, and she goes, "Well, anyone who would commit mayhem for a potato chip." <laughs> yeah, and I got a note here going. I cannot express just how much I hate this woman. Like, she's literally the worst. Yeah. She's, she's awful. She's got some kind of chip on her shoulder. But again, I just don't... I don't buy that there are people like that in the world. Well, I've never met a person like this. Over that... Uh, anyway. Yeah. Billy is getting annoyed because he's saying to the board, why are you asking your witnesses for answers when you're so willing to kind of just yeah. give them yourself? You're not being fair. You wouldn't get away with this in a trial you're leading situation. The and they're yeah. like, this isn't a trial situation. Yeah. The rules are different. Uh, and then Richard stands up and goes... Yes. Your Honours, I'd like to apologise for Mr. Thomas's hostility. As much as I constantly stress the need for civility, he continues to have these reactions to witch hunts, particularly when they're so blatant. And this, I love this, Kim. I absolutely love this. It's amazing. But what it is, is it's the first time we see Richard's style in court. We've not seen it before yet. That's true, And he does have... He's not... It's like... It's it's he's not the best lawyer in the world. Like, no, we know he's that. not like he, a John Cage. No, but he does, and that's why he doesn't take many cases. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But he, he does have these moments where he can just skewer a situation, yes. pretending like he's being nice and is on the side yes. of the person he's arguing against, but then absolutely come in with a zinger, and you're just like, want to punch oh, the air. Yeah, completely. So that completely. was one of those moments, and it's the first time we've seen him do something like that. You're like, Richard has many faults, but sometimes he can just he can. It. Yeah, he can just see the situation for what it is and call and, it out and will say it yeah, yeah has no qualms about pointing it out so then we the next the very next scene is that we're at the office and Billy's annoyed with Richard because he's like that was not helpful and Richard was like I was annoyed and Billy's like you don't insult the board yeah um, and, and Billy's like and it's not like you to be human much less show it <laughs> But which is like it is a witch hunt. Yeah, isn't he's it? like, like that's, that's what's happening. That's what we're in. Um, and and Billy's like, you know, it has to be. You don't just you don't just haul people in like this. Like everyone's really confused about how and why this has happened. And Richard's also quite worried about the firm's reputation because it's a small town. Law yeah. is a small industry. Yeah, they've just lost Cheney's business. And and he says you know. that Cheney said that partly it was because he thought Ali was unstable. Yeah, because Billy's saying, "Oh, Cheney going wasn't to do with the wasn't to do with the firm. That was personal." And Rich is like, "No, but partly it was because he was." But it's that thing, isn't it? Of like, I can't help but feel. Maybe we'll get back to this later, but yeah, yeah, maybe put a pin in that. Okay, yeah. But Billy's like, 
she's not unstable, she is fine. And Richard's like, yeah, but she's still in love with you, isn't she? Like, maybe it's just too much for her working here. And Billy's like, she's No, she fine. is fine. And Richard's like, okay. And then he's like, as an aside, you seem a bit tense since she's been here <laughs> And Billy just walks off. <laughs> like, I'm not having this conversation with you, Richard. But clearly, it's quite... Obviously, this scene is then worried about um, the firm and also Ali. And the fu- yeah, Ali's future Ali's career. Future. But it's interesting how the impact of Ali and Billy meeting and having to work so closely together again is not... It's clearly not something that can just be contained between the two of them. It is seeping out yes, into... Yeah. Other people are picking noticed. up yeah, on it. Yeah. So, and I still don't think that is in any way a reason for her to be hauled up in front of a board. No, not at all. Not <laughs> or, at all. Even if she is behaving erratically because of it. But... Well, because, as we yeah. pointed out, none of this... Uh, we've got no evidence that yeah. this has impacted her professional... No dealing with clients exactly yeah so billy and richard have had this kind of tete-a-tete or rather it's more a corridor walk a bit like aaron sorkin style in the yeah, office, isn't it? They're coming yeah. Down the stairs, aren't yes they? Yeah. um then it cuts to the bar where vonda's singing just walk away Renee. i love that song yeah and renee and ali are at the bar and renee is like look you gotta leave the law firm it's time it's had it's you've, you've tried it but obviously you're in love with billy and ali's like i'm not and yeah. she's like, but you're all over the place. You are like up, up one and minute down. and down a minute. You're yeah. really not coping with the fact that you're having to... And she's what? saying it from a place of love. Like she cares. Oh, yeah. She cares Completely. about her. But Ali's argument back is like, but what was I like before? Every day was the same after the next, after the next, the same, yeah. after the same, the same. Um, she's like, you know, it's not dull here. At least I know I'm alive. Yeah, which is a really... You know what? This, this has parallel... I mean... You got me into watching uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Ah, yes. And I do think Crazy Ex-Girlfriend owes an awful lot to Abby yeah, McBeal. absolutely. And I think, yeah, it has that parallel of, like, at, uh, if anyone's not seen Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, at the very spoiler. beginning... Don't no, spoiler. no, no, no. Yeah. At the very beginning of the first episode, you see... Uh, Rebecca Bunch's life and it's very grey yeah. it's very dull and it's very clearly not making her happy, happy. in any way no. and so she makes this big change in her life and 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 suddenly yeah she is all up and down and it's all drama and it's all fun sometimes but awful other Ups times and, and yeah and but you do feel like she is overall happy and I feel like that's probably what what is happening with Ali in terms of, yeah, before she was at this. And I don't think it is just working alongside Billy. I think it's, she is in a place that is just not like other law firms. Yeah. Because Richard Fish has this thing about, which has its issues around sort of old mates and family here, which definitely has had its issues that we've discussed before. But... I think overall she probably is happier yeah than where she was previously well, at least she's not getting sexually harassed <laughs> well yeah exactly <laughs> um, and then Renee's like I'm gonna say this just once and then Ali interrupts her to listen to Vonda because Vonda gets to the chorus and sings just walk away <laughs> yeah. and Ali's like she's talking to you yes yes and Renee's like 
yeah, whatever. And then she just moves on to say what she was gonna say anyone. If you're gonna stay, if you're gonna stay there, you at least have to protect yourself better. Yeah. And I actually don't think that's bad advice. No. But but Ali's like, what do you mean? How? How do I do that? And she says, do you remember when in the second year I broke up with my um, boyfriend? And that's interesting because Ali then goes, do I? And that gives us some backstory as to where they met. Yeah, that's what I've got. I've yeah. got we've learned that they actually knew each other at, at college. Lo- so yeah. I'm like, was she not there? Did she not know Billy then? Yeah. Because like, when they met. I never got the sense that Renee and Billy had ever met before. Yeah, I guess. Which is I weird. Guess, yeah, yeah. But anyway, Renee's telling this story and saying, you know, any time I bumped into him, I would always imagine him with his new girlfriend all over him. Because yeah. then that stops me from getting, like, sucked, sucked in. back yeah. in. And Ali's like, I'm not getting sucked back in. Nobody's sucking me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and Renee's like, if you say so. But, but yeah, Renee's that's like, the thing. No, Renee you knows. Are. Renee yeah. fucking knows. Yeah. That she totally is not she makes really silly decisions when it comes to billy in terms of going to him with really like when she went to him about the affair and all that and and just you are not respecting the fact that you are broken up yeah and he is married and i know we have heard that ali has told renee about the dancing so she does tell renee quite a lot but i don't necessarily by that she's telling renee every little thing so renee doesn't even know the half no but i think i think she can join the dots Dots. yeah exactly that's that's what's happened so the next thing we have is elaine giving testimony at the hearing and what i love is that every time she's asked a question before she answers she sort of does this lean into the mic Which every time makes me laugh. Yeah, no, like she's proper. I don't know what it is. Relishing everything about having attention. Yeah, yeah. So the board's like, (laughs) you work directly for Ms. McBeal? And Elaine's like, well, I like to think I work with her. And Ali like rolls her eyes, like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Autonomy is a very important ingredient for personal esteem, and I've always been conscious to nurture mine. I'm in constant preparation to be a mother. Why would you self esteem you need self esteem to be a mother, like not just self esteem for yourself? yourself. Like... I just it's great. It's almost like she's putting on a sh- an act because she's got the attention and she's been preparing for this and she's like Yeah I've got this persona that I'm gonna put across. Yes. I yeah. It's just, yeah. Again, self esteem issues. Yeah. Um but Anyway, the board moves on and says, so do you like Miss McBeal? And Elaine's like, very much. And he's like, you, you've got no agenda against her. Very much not. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get into why she's been um, Yes. The board imply or ask her the well, question they go, she's like, been making statements about Yeah, Ali. they go, do you recall ever saying you thought Miss McBeal was on the verge of a nervous breakdown? And I'm like... At this point, I was like, is Cajun Fish, like, bugged? Like, how have they got this information? They have got even a quote from Elaine. Yes. Supposedly, because they say, have you ever told someone she's two-thirds of a Rice Krispie, she's already snapped and crackled, and she's close to the final pop? And I was just like, this is so fucking horrible. Like, to have these words... Fed back to you. Not only said back to you... Like, I mean... It's in one front of, those, of uh, yeah, because everybody of says things. stuff about. I know people. it's one of those things where it's like 
most people have said something about someone that they wouldn't say to their yeah. face. Yeah. I, I don't believe no one has ever done that. We all know that we shouldn't because, you know, if it was said back to them, then that would be really hurtful. Yeah. But it is that thing of just like, oh God. I, I didn't f- ever I expect feel, that to get back to Yeah, her. I feel so sorry for Elaine and I feel so sorry for Ali to have to sit there and yeah. listen to what Elaine has been saying about her because it's that thing of like, I don't think Elaine's out to destroy Ali's reputation. And also, again, I'm shocked that this has been used as evidence for bringing her up in this fashion, yeah. like, to, to the, into this hearing yeah. because... Because Elaine's not a mental health professional. She's also... She's an, uh, uh, secretary. She's also known to be someone who embellishes and gossips and you and just exaggerates yeah. things to effect. Yeah. Why you're taking, taking this as, verbatim. As, as therefore this must be the gospel truth. Yeah. Anyway, Elaine even just defends herself in that fashion because she says, sometimes I just say things to make people think I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> Which, so do I, so... <laughs> like, I'm I relate. relate. <laughs> Ali's like not liking where this is going anyway. No, it's awful. No, but it's then horrible. we have a new scene. Billy's crossing um, and questioning Elaine, and he's, you know, do you actually just trying to clear this up? Because he's like, this is bullshit. Do you yeah. actually think she's on the verge of a nervous breakdown? And Elaine's like, obviously not. Yeah, that she trusts her as a lawyer. Yeah. And, you know, then, she's then like, she talks about her face Bang on bra. about the face bra again. She actually gets it out of her bag. Yeah. I love that she's carrying this around. And when he says, um, we, we're going to be doing an infomercial as well, and he's like, would you like a demo? And what makes me laugh is there's one guy on the board that says, yes, everyone else says no. <laughs> I know, it's lovely. So, so, so the board are like, well, why would, the hell would you say that she'd have a nervous breakdown if you didn't mean it? And it's like, because people t- say shit yeah, like that they, all they the time. Yeah, they don't mean or they don't know. Like, oh And Elaine, to Elaine's credit, if nothing else, she's got self-awareness because she answers saying, I enjoy being the centre of attention and sometimes... To stay centred, you have to embellish. And as someone else who also enjoys being the centre of attention, <laughs> that is a technique that you use. You, nobody wants to hear a just straight story. Like, that's not interesting. You have to embellish it to get people... As our granddad always says, <laughs> never let the truth get in the way, way of, of a, a good, good story. story. Yeah, that is true. It's true. Oh. But then Elaine gets into trying to explain all of the things on Ali's behalf because yes. she says and let me say something else she was only erratic at that funeral because she had had an extramarital affair with a dead professor that she was eulogizing and as for that emotional instability that everybody's talking about that's only because she was suddenly thrust into a working relationship with a man that she still loves which isn't that absurd given that they were sweethearts since childhood where they'd sniff each other's buttocks in the park there is nothing wrong with her and then yeah. everyone is just like Ali, Billy and Richard's faces are like what are you trying to contextualize yeah. this because you can take anything out of someone's life remove it from its context and use it to beat them and and tell them that they're one thing or another yeah. and it's like well obviously when yeah. you remove something from its context it, looks it you remove its meaning yeah. you remove it what what was actually going on there so back in the office, Elaine's saying exactly that. She's like, I am only saying those things to try and explain and to help you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hallie's oh. like, I should have known I was dead as soon as you sided with me. I know, which, which is, is mean. so mean. I feel so sorry for Elaine. I mean, I understand Ali's 
going th- through a, ri- a witch hunt. Yeah. Like, so I understand that she is not happy at She's the moment. She's taking it out on Elaine, which is so unfair because Elaine, yes, Elaine enjoyed and loved the attention, but I think you can also love the attention and want to do a good job for someone. Like, those two aren't mutually exclusive. No. Um, I think maybe, you know, uh, considering what was quoted back to Elaine in that courtroom yeah. as probably not helped Ali's feelings. Well, Elaine tries to make amends for that because she's like, I never... She even says, you're my favourite boss ever. I would never mean to undermine Mm. you. And then then, then she explains what she means by favourite boss ever by saying, with the troubles that you get yourself into, I truly look forward to telling you every day. (laughs) And I think she's being sincere, but obviously that comes across as... It's not. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Ali's still trying to figure out who it is that... Yeah, who's the bug? Who's the bug? And she asks whether it's Ronald Cheney and Elaine's like... Because they're they're basically like, Elaine's the leak. Like, she said something out of context that they've got hold of to someone. Who is it? Elaine must know who it is. Yeah, she knows what she said to who. Um, And uh, Ali guesses that it's Ronald Cheney and Elaine's like, I don't want to say because I feel like it's only going to cause more problems between us. And... Ali's like, you don't have to worry about saying that it's Ronald Cheney because I'm done with him. Yeah. Like he's a moron. Yeah. Which he is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Elaine's like, no, it wasn't him. It was, it was Judge Cone. It was Whipper. Whipper. Yeah. And we get from Elaine, the reason she said that was actually because Elaine was trying to defend her from getting involved with the whole Whipper Richard troubles we had a few episodes back. Yeah. So again, the reason why Elaine's in trouble here is because she was originally trying to defend, uh, it, defend Ali yeah, from that because she was trying to yeah. make Whipper understand why she got in between that situation. Yes, that it wasn't malicious. Yeah. Yeah. And Ali's like, Whipper. <laughs> it was fucking Whipper. Well, it's one of those things where I, I, I kind of feel like you know, I'm not. I'm not saying what Whipper has done is is necessarily good no. or okay, but I feel like well, you inserted yourself into her life. We were not happy with no. that. Um, you you nearly wrecked her relationship with Richard. Yeah, but I am like two wrongs don't make a no, right. and I I don't necessarily think that Whipper did it as payback. Well, let's let's get into this because the next scene is that we're in Whipper's chambers and Ali is like, "What the fuck? Why did you do this? Why?" Yeah, and Whipper's like, Whipper's argument is, "I had no choice because if I have information information that a member of the bar is is mentally unstable, then I have a moral, no, a legal duty to report it, and actually, any lawyer does." Right, yeah. But as a judge, obviously, it's even more it important. More, yeah. And that's where Ali's like, now you start acting like a judge. <laughs> and I'm like, Ali, you are treading on thin ground. Yes. Because yes. judges have a lot of power. And, exactly. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's a norm in the legal sphere that you respect them and you don't just talk to them like they're your pal down the pub sort yeah. of thing. Even yeah. Even though they kind of are. Which is a difficult, blurry line to tread over, imagine. Yes. Anyway, Ali knows that she's kind of gone too far at that point. Yeah. And Whipper Whipper is like, I didn't tell the bar that I believed what Elaine was saying. I just said that it was said to me. Yes. And, but Ali says, well, you wouldn't have said it if you didn't think that it might be true. And she goes on to talk about how rumours are flying around the courthouse and that, that she's erratic. And Whipper suspects that they are were probably started by Jack Billings. Yeah. Like this sort of, oh, she's emotionally unstable and erratic. 
Yeah. Which again goes back to this idea that Billings really has it out. But then she's got, and then Whipper's like, you know, and when you put that with the two assaults for shoplifting and the assistant saying that, your assistant saying you're on the verge, you know, I had to, and Ali's sort of nodding like, well, as if to say like, well, when you list it all out like that, of course it sounds bad. bad. Yeah. So, so Whipper's like, you know, I had to recommend that they at least check you out. Yeah. Because it was starting to kind of stack up. And then Ali's like starting to look internally and think, actually, am I? So she says to Whipper like, do you do you think I'm nuts? Am I? And and Whipper's like, no, but I don't think you have two feet on the ground either. Yeah. And Ali says, some people do. So this is all become a bit sort of soul searching for Ali because yeah. although initially she was kind of like, this is ridiculous. What the hell are they doing? Yes. Actually, Whipper's made her see in that conversation that actually, although it's not necessarily enough for her to be deemed unfit, it's not like that bad. Yeah. She has been behaving oddly and perhaps she might do herself a service to examine why that might be yeah for her own health yeah not for anyone else yeah so Ali's kind of walking along to to again a Vonda soundtrack I didn't catch the song and then this is my second (laughs) so we get Ali's voiceover saying sometimes I'm tempted to become a street person cut off from society but then I wouldn't get to wear my outfits. Oh, I've got so, a big. Oh. So this is this combined with the Rodney King thing is, I guess, my major objection for yes. for this episode because I do not like how Ali just throws out people of less privilege, of less comparisons with her, with people with less privilege, less means, less just yeah. in more vulnerable but, situations yeah. than her. As though she could just be interchanged with one of them, and it's, it, it, and, it, and also yeah. she's she's got the same things to complain about as those people. And it, yeah, I mean, I've got a note here that street, says homeless like, people and Rodney King and black people are not like the butt of your jokes to make yourself feel better. No, it, it's like I know you're going through a bit of a horrible thing here, but the homeless do not have it better than you or easier than you. And I just yeah, it's a really vapid comment. Really vapid. And yeah. I think that's my major objection is Ali, yeah. Ali's it's almost like her go to when she's like put upon to like think make the grass like that greener. and like everyone's against her and like yeah. ev- everyone has it better even Rodney King do you know what I mean like, even the homeless yeah like, like it's, it's just, just so and it's a really unattractive quality it is it really is yeah yeah so I object to that if Fair I was Renee enough. I would be pulling her up on her comments when she says things like that yeah yeah as her friend so then we're at scene with the the board and they are now questioning Ali. Yeah. Um, so they are like, why the hell did you stick your Yeah, out? what were you thinking? Would you be interested in impulse control therapy? But um, I love that Ali, she turns around and goes, I-, I was thinking that if she was going to walk away with the Pringles, it shouldn't be proudly. <laughs> Which I, kind of, I do appreciate that. Because she was, that woman was so fucking smug. She was a knob. She was horrible. And I <laughs> completely deep. understand that. Yes. That impulse. I, yeah. I understand the impulse. I don't condone her. No, I, I wouldn't have done it myself. Yeah. But I can understand when you're that frustrated, it's very difficult to control yes. yourself. Yes. Um, but then they go into this funeral business, which I'm sorry is not a time not a no. time to be critiquing someone on their behaviour, odd or otherwise. Exactly. Um, and Elaine and Ali's dismissing it. So she's like, "Look, Elaine filled in the blanks there. It's circumstantial, and if it and it, it was it, there were extreme circumstances, and if I looked 
if I lacked in poise, I apologise. And the yeah. board get annoyed because she, there's obviously some irritation in her tone and they're like, you gonna... I can sense contempt. And Ali's like, well, then it would be smart for me to apologise for that too, wouldn't it? Yeah, because they're going, oh, well, you know, if you're angry... Then you, you should, should feel like you can say. Yeah. And Ali and is like, like, no, because this that's is a, a trick. trick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You will judge me for it. Yeah, you will decide that it's another piece of evidence to add to the pile of me being emotionally unstable. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, it'd be wiser for me to sit here and hope that you happen across me doing groceries. And that's when she gets up and starts monologuing. No, 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 imagine a young lawyer. Her future lying in your hands. Who, who would say such a thing? She would either have to be enormously crazy or you would have to be enough of an ass to deserve the remark, no matter what the risk. And, and since you're the judge, I'm going to let you decide, but not until I finish. And I haven't finished. That woman abused me in that supermarket. Now, yes, I overreacted, but there was a context. And as for all the other evidence against me, that, that, that stuff about me being emotional, falling in love with men whose bottoms I've smelled, submitting x-rays to a judge who has a tooth fetish and sleeps with hookers, snapping at pedestrians who think that, that a square shoulder can be mitigated by I'm sorry, I am human, I am temperamental, I am guilty. Now, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> but I think she's, yeah, I think she has a, like, that is the whole thing, isn't it? That she's they have removed the context of why she reacted to things and, the way that and she what did. This points out is that human emotions are ri ridiculous when you remove the context and yeah. list them all out yeah. like this. Anyone's would be. Yeah. So you can do it to anyone. So the fact that she's yeah. being hauled up, it, it is unfair. It's completely ridiculous. Anyway, Billy is not impressed with how she's conducted herself in that. Yes. Because again. they the next scene they're they're in the office and, and Billy's like, Well you certainly are finished, you know, do you have a death wish? Yeah, he's like, Do you have a professional death wish? <laughs> and Ali's like, Look, I'm not about to like pander to them. No. And and Billy's like, but there's a middle ground between pandering and, you know, launching grenades. How could you? Yeah. And Ali's like, because I'm crazy. Everyone says I'm crazy. <laughs> and that's when Elaine comes in and says, Tomorrow I would just plead a PMS. <laughs> Ali and Billy shout at her to get out. Like, please leave. Yeah. And then Elaine's like, snappish stereo. <laughs> I just, uh, the snappish uh, I nearly, evolution. I just, I took a sip of water, I nearly spat it out. And it's <laughs> I love snappish. Oh, I love snappish, snappish stereo. Um, and that's, <laughs> Elaine goes out, Billy closes the door to have a quiet word, I would assume. Yeah. Where he sort of says, you know, you do seem off balance. Yeah, and Ali goes, who wants to be balanced? Happiness is overrated. No, balance is overrated. Oh, I think I've written no, that says, balance is way overrated. What if I don't want to be balanced? Did you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> and that's and then that's when Bally? That's when <laughs> That's when Bally. That's <laughs> their shit name! Billy says, you should be happy. You should be happy then, and you don't seem happy. And that's when Annie says happiness is overrated too. And she's doing that thing uh, with her necklace where she yes, like, twiddles it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Billy's like changing the subject. He's like, are you and Chaney, dot, dot, dot. And Annie's like, no. So then Billy, even Billy is like, so what were you doing with the jelly then? Oh, it's like, none of your fucking business, Billy. And But that's what, then Billy picks himself up on that and says, forget it, it's none of my business. Yeah. And Ali went, it most certainly is. 
And there's this like pause that hangs oh in the air. Oh my god. Oh my god. And 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 Billy is like, you know, basically, I'm just concerned with you. I'm worried about you. And Ali is like, you know, with the jelly, she kind of reiterates what she said to Renee. It's kind of, it was, you know, if, if you don't buy a lottery ticket, you can't win. And my, my jelly was like, you know, what if I just walk down the street and like Barbara Streisand and Amos Roof and I just, you know, but instead of singing, we'd go off and make passionate love. You know, girls have dreams like that sometimes. But it truly cracks me up because it's that thing of like, so what you're saying is that... Because <laughs> I'm just like... Right, so if you meet... if Say you... <laughs> so, say you believe in the whole concept of soulmates. You bump into your soulmate randomly on the street. And because you don't have any spermicidal jelly, therefore... The moment is ruined, you've lost your soulmate forever, this is never gonna happen again for you. It's yeah. just like, how ridiculous, like you don't, what? <laughs> yeah, it all makes no sense, as per usual with Ali. Um, then, ugh, the most disgusting moment of the entire episode happens, Billy says, remember that time you reached the spermicide and you got the crest? And Ali was like, you liked it, you said I was minty and I was like, <laughs> well this is the thing it's that weird intimate memory thing that billy does he does it all and, the time uh, yeah and i'm starting to think that billy only brings up these memories when he feels like the focus that ali has is not on him yeah because l- last episode the whole episode was about her affair with this professor, professor which did not involve involve billy. billy in any way shape or form her whole emotional mental focus was, was on, on this James. affair yeah. and and everything that happened there and dealing with the consequences of it and yeah. he brought up this memory of them dancing and now this time her whole emotional focus is on fighting for her career fighting yeah. for you know, the not being labelled insane and, and mentally unfit. And now he feels like, oh, but what about me? Remember me? Remember this laugh we had? Remember like, when you tasted minty? Yeah, or... it's just like, why, why do you keep... it? Like, it feels... I'm starting he to pick up a bit of a pattern in terms of whenever her focus shifts to something that is not him, he, he has, has to has bring to... her back. And this is why Renee's advice is so good, because if she insists on staying at that law firm, and I can understand why she'd want to, because it's fun. It's yes. they're nice people. She has to get some defence mechanisms up against that constant attack, essentially. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, and it's that thing of like, because I'm really good friends with my first serious boyfriend, and we would never, I don't I think we have ever, or would ever, bring up these really intimate, specific, romantic, sexual memories. But that's memories. because neither of you are interested in going yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Like, and why I, would you bring that no, up? No, exactly, weren't? exactly. Yeah. And so this thing where Billy and... Uh, what, the fact that it is Billy that keeps doing this and the fact that he keeps turning around and being like, oh, no, we're just friends, everything's fine, like, it's all cool is like bullshit like yeah. you you really love 
having Ali pining after you. He does. And being married to Georgia at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. (laughs) Fuck you, Billy. Fuck off. Uh, (laughs) The next scene is an interesting little scene. Judge Boyle comes into Whipper's chambers and he's taking his robe off. And (laughs) muttering to himself about something. Um, And Whipper doesn't even look up from what she's doing. She's at her desk, like, writing. And she just says, wrong chambers again, happy. Yeah, so clearly this is a recurring thing, yeah. And and Judge Boyle's like, oh, damn. And then he says, one of these days I'm going to have to come here and catch you naked. (laughs) And again, Whipper does not even bat an eyelid. She's still looking at She's like, you just asked to see my teeth. Bye. (laughs) Um, And then he goes, I have penile atrophy, you know. (laughs) And again, Whipper is doing what I think is the only response in that situation. Says, that's nice. Good to see you. Get the fuck out of my office. I really love the way she handles him. I think it's really funny. But but part of me is like, Judge Boyle, he's not completely three sandwiches short of a picnic, but he's not altogether there either. No, if he's not mistaking at all. his office. Not at all. And it's probably age related, as in yes. a lot of people's mental faculties decline as you Memory, age. It's just a natural yeah. part of the aging process. Yeah. But who is he to sit there and say Ali is mentally unfit? I know, I know, I know. When he can't even take his clothes off in the right room. <laughs> but then oh. we have the final bit of the scene, which is a very interesting... Um, uh, Whipper's trying to get him out of his office, and then she realises, actually, she wants to talk to him. She says, can I just yeah. talk to you? You've just reported Ali McBeal. And he's like... Oh, yeah, pretty little thing. Word is, she's too emotional. She's pretty. That's why she thinks she can get away with it. Yeah. And then leaves, and Whipper sort of nods, and suddenly, I think, well, we see, but she is starting to... Well, she goes, yep, very kind of like, ah, this is... This is not this what is not... I wanted to set in yeah. motion. This is not the reason that I said anything. And, and, and now yeah. it's become something that it shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is... She's being punished for something that she shouldn't be yeah. being punished for. So, cogs have started wearing with in, Whipper. In Whipper, yeah. Then we are back at Cajun Fish. Richard has just taken... Well, he's just been on Elaine's phone or someone's phone, a secretary's phone. Yeah. Um, and he, and he's, he just gets off it and he says, Good news. My mole says they're still on the fence. I'm like, what mole? Who have you got? <laughs> yeah. um, Apparently, if she at goes in and acts really civil and humble, she'll, and she'll have a shock. Can yeah. you can you do it? Yeah. Um, and then Billy's like, are, you know, are you ready? Let's go. We need to go over there. So everyone trundles off. To yeah. The hearing everyone. Yeah. <laughs> All the people. Yeah. Yeah. So the board is saying, have you got any final remarks? And that's what Ali starts by sort of just saying I just want to say I'm sorry and Whipper walks in and she's sort of yeah she comes in the kind of back and is sort of hanging she's a bit late isn't she yeah and and well I'm not even sure she's supposed to be there no 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 but she sort of sidles in yeah she kind of sort of creeps in uh, at the back and uh, and Ali's basically apologising and yeah. saying, you know, I know that I, there have been things that have caused me stress. I recognise that, but trust me um, and trust my firm not to, to make this. sure that this is never going to compromise my duty Job. to my clients. Yeah. <laughs> Board say, would you be willing to have psychometric evaluations? And he's like, would, would you? Because <laughs> I'm just like, fuck off. 
Yeah. Well, oh, Ali oh. says, like, I came in intending to say all the right thing and... and Well, Richard tries to protect her by saying, I had a friend who refused a urine test once because he didn't have any time to study. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Ali's like, no, Richard, you don't have to do this. Like, yeah. enough is enough. Like, yeah. I have sat here and I was going to sit here and I was going to say all the right things. And she's about to launch into... Another time Another tirade. Yeah. When Whipper cuts in and says, I think she has said all the right things. What is she guilty of? Of, exactly. And the board's like, she's emotionally unstable. She's mentally unfit. And that's when Whipper starts to cut, you know, cut this like it is and says, actually, but when a man acts passionate, he's impassioned. When a woman acts passionate, she's emotional. And actually, this harks back to a conversation that Billy and Ali had a few episodes ago. Because Billy got upset with Ali for fighting back emotionally yes, yes and yeah, saying no a lawyer is at his best when she's dismantled when he's dismantled yeah, yeah yeah i think he said he i don't know which pronoun he used but anyway <laughs> he was arguing for no notion yeah and ali was like no i think you're a better lawyer when you actually use Got your some fight in you fight yeah <laughs> the board point out i suppose quite rightly that it was whipper that reported her in the first place and whipper's uh, like whipper goes yeah i was wrong i was wrong i, I shouldn't have done that and the board member that said yes to Elaine demonstrating her face bra says, you can't unring that bell. What a douche. Because <laughs> um, they're basically saying, well, you, it's too late now. You've set the wheels in motion. You can't stop it. The process is the process. We now yeah. have to go through it. And Whipper goes on. I really love this because it's that thing of like, she's basically going, it's the patriarchy. <laughs> like yeah. She's going, she is on trial for being female. She's young and she's pretty. And how dare she be aggressive on top of that? Yeah. Boyle was saying she's pushy and she's pretty, but she'll learn. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> the board go, you, you're, you're an able judge, but you're not a good character reference. You're a bit of a kook yourself. Which I was like... Kook, what? Are you, what? She's pretty and aggressive. Is, is that what makes a kook? Like, I don't. What? what but do you also, mean? how disrespectful! Like, because the sheep is oh out. God, yeah. I'm on this board. Yeah, you can't. And the board are like, you're not being. You're not objective though, because in 20 minutes you'll be fondling Mr. Fish on his favourite futon. Which sidebar? Great alliteration. Yeah. So <laughs> this this next bit you is missed m- my great alliteration. <laughs> what? He says you'll be fondling Mr. Fish on his favourite food. <laughs> I mean, that's just wonderful. <laughs> wonderful alliteration. <laughs> I can't believe you were like, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I'm going to object. <laughs> well, I do. I want to object. Fine, fine but, but okay. a moment I will honour the alliteration. <laughs> Very well done. Yes, good. David E. Kelly. A well. plus. But here is my... Is when they go. You don't think we know the scoop on you? Now go tease your hair and let us conduct our business. And I what am like, fucking how fucking disrespectful! She's a fucking judge. Like you don't like ha- to say that to her anywhere would be completely up- right. unacceptable. But to do it in her place of work is like in that capacity atrocious when she's making good arguments yes you know and I, I, I i'm so mad yeah. at the way they they talk to her there and the female board member finally steps in like took her long enough saying all right whatever and then whip is like look at the end of the day consider that even the slightest 
action by you, even the slightest suspension is going to impact her career. career and yeah. think about that. And the woman, the female board member is like, yes, we get that. <laughs> Anyone else got anything to say? And then that's when Billy turns to stand da, up. Da, da. <laughs> and the woman board member is like, splendid. <laughs> Great, we have to listen to you as well. Um, so, so Billy launches into this bloody tirade about how it was his bottom, so that makes him less objective, but he knows it better than anyone else in the world or room. Yeah, he like says, he says world. world and then he means room. Room. He corrects I mean, himself. Yeah. And then he says, I don't care what club this is. We're all better off with her in it. And I, I'm just, and then he goes, when I was in college, I had a professor and the board <laughs> member goes, did she sleep with him? <laughs> and he's just like, fuck you. So inappropriate. Fuck you. So inappropriate. You dick. But, and then, then Billy collects himself and he's like, look, this professor said there'd be those who will see the law in black and white. They do fine. There'll be those who won't be able to tell the black from white. They'd flunk. And then there'd be those who not only tell the black from the white, they'd be able to see all the grays and they'd be doomed forever. In life, Allie's face was some of that doom. She's forever seeing grays. She's constantly trying to make sense of an arena that for the most part is messy. Anybody and in this room who knows what he's talking about? What I am talking about is she knows she knows whatever the virtues of balance it's just a pleasant form of insanity yes well that clears it up anything else this is a woman who isn't afraid to be emotional she isn't scared of being weak she's tougher than anybody in this room she knows that part of being alive really alive is being willing to get in the same room with your pain and 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 whatever virus you think she's got, we should all be so lucky to be infected a little. I think you all have been. Hey. Bygones. Sit. All I'll say is... Is... I know her. I know this woman. There's only one of her. Trust me. And if you use your gavel to even slightly squash what makes her. You don't know her. And I distinctly remember watching this the first time around and being like, swoon. <laughs> like, yes. I, yes, I agree. Billy! Yeah, what, what a legend, yeah. Oh, I only hope that one day someone will say that about me. Yes, yeah, yeah. But now, yeah. How do you feel about Billy standing up and doing this? It just feels a bit much, doesn't it? It just feels a little bit like... Uh, I mean, I've got uh, swoon question mark. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I just think, given how we now feel about the behaviour Billy has displayed thus far... It's he's, one of those things where I'm like, if Georgia was in that room, he would you be it. saying no, this? he wouldn't. He wouldn't. 100% he wouldn't be saying yeah. that. And, and the fact that he's doing it, it this is all going to be written down, right? Yeah. Like, uh, 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 I just... It's on the record. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like... And even if it wasn't on the record, all of his colleagues yeah, are, there. are there. And I'm like, what you take from this is you still fucking love Ali. Yeah. There's no yeah. getting around that. That she's it's this uber special woman and precious and, yeah, like she is... You, completely unique 
And you love her for it. And that given that, you need to really seriously consider your behaviour around her if you're going to stay married to Georgia. I mean, you shouldn't really be married to Georgia. If you I, it doesn't. Marry. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like because I don't think we ever hear Billy wax lyrical about Georgia, Georgia in, in the this same manner. way. No, we don't. You know, don't know, like it just feels like well, Georgia's my wife. But Ali's this magical unicorn that is just so <laughs> wonderful and precious and needs protecting, like, and... And you know, everyone... And, and a part, that's probably part of what made me swoon about it as a teenager, because everyone wants to be considered that way by someone. Yeah, but it's like, you should be married to her then, rather than poor Georgia, exactly. who's, you know, often... But there is this whole, like, star-crossed lovers kind of, yes. they could, they should be together, but they're not, and isn't it so awful and, oh, tragic, and... But I'm a bit kind of like, look, you're adults, it's easy. Divorce Georgia. Georgia will be upset, but she will... She'll get over get it. Get over it. Like, you're not that. You're, you're not, not all that. that. <laughs> and, and, and Georgia is all that. And so actually, she'll be fine. Even if you do that, <laughs> I'm not sure Ali should be going with Billy anyway because he really isn't all that. Um, so it's just interesting, I noticed, to, to, to have that speech hanging in the air and remembering how I used to feel about it and how I just do not have the same reaction now that I'm older. Yes. No, I know what you mean. Um, I know what you mean completely. So, so they, the, the kind of hearing um, is now officially kind of over and they're deliberating. So everyone's outside the room yeah. figuring out when they're going to decide. Everyone's kind of quite nervous. And Ali's talking to Renee because Renee was in there as well. And she's saying, thanks for being here, Renee. And Renee's like, you know, if they suspend it, how, she's trying to make her feel better. She's like, if they yeah. suspend it, how bad can it be? I'm sure it'll be fine. You'll just go back after the suspension. And that's when Elaine's like, they're coming back. Yeah. So, so everyone goes back in they there. They go back in the room. And their verdict is basically they choose not to suspend her because she'd only appeal and then they'd have to see her and her following again. Yeah. <laughs> so they said, as deterrents go, we can think of no better. You are not suspended. God help us all. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah. It, it's just... I mean, it's so funny. Um, and the very next scene is they're back at the bar. Yeah. Vonda is singing and we've got Elaine, Richard, Whipper, Ali, Renee, Georgia, Billy. Basically the entire primary cast. Yeah. All at the table kind of cheersing. Yeah. Elaine's like, it was my testimony that did it. Um, Richard, <laughs> of it Richard, Richard, to his credit, it's like, it was real teamwork. We even rode the, rode the whip. <laughs> which I didn't like that phrase but what he was like saying that. is even Whipper kind of helped yes. um, and Whipper and Ali have this nice moment because Whipper yeah. says to Ali and says I'm really sorry that I helped their case can you forgive me and Ali's like bygones yeah and they like cute. clink their glasses quite cute I'm glad yeah. that that all got sorted out between them then you see <laughs> the dancing twins and Renee says I feel like snacking on a twin and I'm like <laughs> I mean she doesn't sound she like that <laughs> I've got a note here that says blur because I just feel that was a horrible set of face. I don't snacking like on someone, on, yeah. yeah no, but George is like, me too. And Richard then turns to Elaine because everyone's kind of like, we want to get on the dance floor. And Richard's like, Elaine, double team with me and Whipper. So everyone's like in that kind of get loose, get funky, it's we've won. Get down on it. What a dance. Yeah. But Ali says, I'm going to head home. I'm I'm tired, yeah. And and Renee's like, what? You've got to celebrate. You've got a whole tube to use. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
But Renee knows when Annie's had enough, so she in the end she's like, congratulations, kisses her and says, you know, yeah. you go. And Billy then gets up as Ali goes to leave, and Ali and Billy have a little sidebar where Ali says, you know, thank you for your help today, and mm. Billy's like, I don't know if, if I actually helped with what I said. And Ali was like, no, it didn't, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> they, have this, they have this look, this sort of smile. Yeah, it all feels slightly awkward yeah. to me. Like, And it's not surprising, because... Ali's just had this man who's married to Georgia, who's a person she likes, stand up in court and declare that she's... The best thing that ever happened yeah, to the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, she's she's it's the cure awkward. for the world's ills, yeah. is what he seemed to be implying. So, Billy kind of cuts the kind of awkward silence. They're, they're just sort of looking at each other and going, well, um, by saying, oh, well, I guess I should make sure the twins don't get my wife. And, and I'm like, yeah, you should remember that you have a wife. <laughs> well done for remembering. <laughs> so Billy goes on to the dance floor and Ali kind of watches him go. Yeah, I've got Ali looks on with painful longing. <laughs> but yeah, she does. Because everyone's dancing. Yeah. But I guess she's just like, I've got a lot to digest here. I need yes. to get. She's, she's actually well, an she's introvert. Well, she's been through a lot. I think she's actually, she's, she's, she's an introvert, even though she likes being around people. Um, and I think she's one yeah. of these people that if she's... A, around in an extroverted situation for too long she needs to be alone to kind of recharge her batteries yeah um i think her natural tendency is to be solitary but she recognizes i do she does like being around people at the same time and and, and i think if it's been too much she has to be alone to kind of get through it rather yeah. than being with people yeah i think you're probably right so she goes back to the office and she calls her dad yeah which is interesting like i think this it's whole... the first time we've seen her interact with her family of any kind. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the first kind of sense of family life that we've we've gotten from Ali. Yeah. And I find it interesting that in this moment where she's kind of had to process a lot and re-examine, like, her own actions and the fact that Renee has turned around to her earlier in the episode and said you need to protect yourself from Billy. Yeah. The fact that she's now, well, you know, they're off dancing. I can't really talk to any of them right now. Yeah, they're in celebration They're in, yeah, party Whereas I'm in like, oh shit, I need to re-examine my entire life mode. Yeah, I need like some sort of calm, comforting conversation right now. Yeah. And I guess is probably and I think that's a healthy choice yeah although I did find it interesting that she didn't want to call them necessarily to talk about anything of what's been going on specifically no she doesn't appear to have confided the conversation is just chit chat is her being like everything's fine which is why hello um, yeah uh, maybe I can come next week and bye and you know yeah it just feels like I want to hear from home I want to... I mean, it's funny that she finishes the conversation and then as an afterthought, she's actually... She says, Dad, and he's already hung up. Yeah. As though she was like, actually, I do want to tell him. Yeah, I, I think... help. I think it. it's just... I don't know, maybe it was a reaching... Because I think there's an argument to be made, like, when you're reaching back for home, you're reaching back to a more simpler time where you... Things made sense a bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she looks kind of teary-eyed. Yeah, um, she And does. then the scene sort of fades into a bit later. She's packing up. Vonda's singing the 100 Tears Away from the yeah. title. And she then uh, walks home and we get her voiceover saying, yeah. I know I've got it great, really. Good job, good friends, good family. 
total freedom and long bubble baths. What else could there be? And then we see that she's actually crying as she's walking the home. Street, yeah. yeah, she goes home. And it all sort of ends a bit sadly, doesn't yeah. it? Like you feel like she's really had everyone, every. She's had external people she doesn't know attacking her and judging her for her decisions and her actions this week. Yeah. And it feels hugely unjust and unfair. Yeah. Like they've questioned her ability to, to, to function as a human being, really. Yeah, and to do her job. And to call, and call her living into question. Yeah. Like, should, should you really be here? Uh, Which, while it was lovely that the whole, everyone from this, I mean, firm. she's not been in the firm long. No. You know, no. I, it's amazing, and I think it's lovely that everyone rallied around her, and she should certainly take some comfort from that, but she has you good can friends. also feel, I mean, she says, you know, I've got good friends, I've got yeah. good family, I've yes, got good things. she does. But it's clearly really, really gotten to her, and I think, understandably. Yeah, yeah, completely. And I think, I feel like what we also get from this is that Ali's not someone who can really internalise the positives of a situation easily. What do you mean? So she says, logically, I know I've got a good, I've got a good job, I've got good friends, I've got good family. Like, I, I am someone who is naturally quite a positive person. So mm. even though that situation, if it had happened to me, would be horrible. Yes. I would want to be dancing and celebrating at the end of that day because yes. I'd be like, my friends were amazing, my colleagues were great. Thank God I've got them yeah. because that's Back amazing to, yeah. know. to know. And that I would feel brilliant that that had happened. Yes. Whereas, and I might go away like later and think that, but I would always be easily, far more easily than Ali, buoyed by the fact that. I had those things These in good my life. people in my life. Whereas Ali knows all of those things because she lists them all at the end. Yes. But she's struggling to hold really on to hold it. on to it and take comfort from it in the same way that other people might be able yeah. to do more easily. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that was yeah. what I said. Retrial. I guess the case of the week is going to be the board against Ali McBeal. Yeah, yeah. Because that's all that happened. Yeah, that's, that's the only case that he really worked on. And I feel like, I mean, we've said this earlier that she shouldn't have been dragged into this hearing in the first place over this particular, like, this This shouldn't have happened in it, the first I place. I think this case should be struck off. I don't think I can even rule one way or the other because there's yeah. no way it should have happened. Yeah, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. However... I don't think she is stable mentally. And I think it's interesting, like, that they have this, this, well, it's basically the show putting the character of Ali McBeal on, on trial. Yeah. And I find it really interesting that it's done this early because as we go on through the series, we'll see how her mental health gets even more unstable. And I actually wonder if they did this episode later on in the series, would they come to a different conclusion? Because I think they would have to. However, I still don't think it, just because she is emotionally unstable or mentally mm -hmm. unstable, still doesn't mean she's not good at her job. So this is where that gets interesting for me because I think attitudes and stigma towards mental health issues have come on Still not brilliant, but it's come on in leaps and bounds since this was yes, made. Yes. And 
often the comparison these days or certainly the encouragement these days is to see mental health as actually not that different from physical health issues yes because you should and I just think yes she may not be mentally unstable but actually how many people really truly are yeah because how many people are 100% healthy in any regard at any point I don't think anyone is and and that's my, my point as well is that mental health is on a spectrum and anyone who says that they're perfectly mentally fit all the time is, is lying. Is yeah. lying or in denial. Like and I the just same with physical. Yeah, health, because I feel like you know, uh, yes, she may be mentally unstable, but then also I might have a cold. Doesn't mean I can't do my yeah. job. Do you know what I mean? mean? We like... all have health issues at yeah. some point in our life, whether it be physical or mental. Yeah, it, our health goes up and down and but up what's and down. Interesting is they are seeing mental health as a black or white, like oh yes. you're stable or you're not. You're stable. either sane or insane. Yeah, and if you're not stable, well you can't do your job. Yes, and actually it's a, it's this such yeah, a spectrum. Exactly, like being like I've I've had issues with mental health. Yeah, and it's that thing of like yes. Sometimes I, I suffer with it and it can impact my work. Yeah. But my work is aware of this and they will happily help me and support me. Not just be like, well, you can't Therefore, do you can't do your job. Please At all leave. times. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's that thing of like, yeah, your mental health does go in, in sort of peaks and troughs and and that is normal and that is okay. And, and, and that does not mean that you can't be good at your job. And interestingly, I wonder whether in part the show is trying to put that view across. Because Yeah, well it's saying they, that this this woman does not fit into your definition of what is mentally unstable or stable. Well well also she has that conversation with Whipper where Whipper's like, I don't think you're nuts, but I don't think you've got two feet on the ground either. And she says some people do question yeah, mark it's like and it's and so the show's point of view um i mean people talk about Annie Beale and how they're like oh everyone's also wacky but i think yeah. the show is has always pushed a point of view that says not everyone is you know mental health is a spectrum yeah yeah and and we see that in all sorts of manifestations through the show yeah through um you know from john cage's um autistic esque tendencies yes. to ali's kind of manic depressive type tendencies to you know we see all sorts of different yeah sort of manifestations of this and I think that's a point of view that I don't think they were necessarily explicit about but I think in the way that they portray the characters that's what they were trying to I guess put forward as a message yeah which which isn't bad at all no it's a great message and what's interesting is that the the world wasn't were ready for able that to sort of process like didn't maybe it went over the heads of a lot of people yeah and and like you say wrote it off as sort of wacky yeah yeah it's interesting um, and but even within the show they show that having that spectrum of mental health ran into problems with the infrastructure of the world yeah like here she's getting yeah. called over the calls coals because the border like well you're either stable or you're not stable yes and, yeah. and actually maybe that's not the way the board should be looking at it yeah maybe actually what what should have happened is is you know it, it, i just feel like yeah like nowadays surely what should happen is is like your boss talk to you and be like 
is there any help you need yeah is there you know do you do you need therapy do you need what what do you need to see a doctor i don't know but what or what can we do to support you like i just but people just weren't having those conversations no, because it wasn't seen like that. yeah it was still very the idea that you may not you know the idea that you may not have great mental health at a time in at any time was still seen as massively taboo yeah to to you know to vocalize that and, and because it would impact it wasn't seen as something that you could like come back from no it's like mean? you're either insane and then you're just insane for life. Exactly. It's kind of like this, you're sane. Uh, the fact that everyone's mental health is fragile, and we can all have, you know, episodes. episodes. But it's but it's, it's this this comparison to physical health is so interesting because and and should be made more often and and is these days but wasn't back then. It's like mm. you can break your leg. Everyone knows that that heals and then you can walk again. Yeah. Whereas doesn't mean you can't break your leg again later exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> mental health it was almost like well if she's unstable she should be struck off and can never darken outdoor again yeah and it's like no and maybe we should be calling the men in white coats and yeah. having her taken off to the asylum like you know yeah so you know that was it's very interesting yes yeah so completely. let's move on to verdict of the week the jury's back what's yours because i'm i've got two and i kind of don't want to use two so i'm my <laughs> I might just You're decide at the last the, minute. You're taking all the two objections. Well, no, You're doing what I did. My objection. And you me off no, my <laughs> objection was actually it was one thing, but she happened to do it twice in this episode. Oh, okay. So. Technicality. It's technicality. <laughs> I did do a law degree, remember? So yeah. All right. Okay. Well, my verdict of the week is I find Richard not guilty. Okay. Because I just love the way he stands up for Ali, not only in, you know, directly to the board, yeah. like not only the fact that he stands up and goes, this is a witch hunt, yeah? yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and, and calls it as it is, like, yeah. which is so, you know, brazen. I love it. Yeah. But also the fact that he does at the very beginning, as soon as she's being pulled into this, basically you know like we say he just has this all for one and one for all yeah, yeah. attitude like yeah. they come after one of us yeah we go oh, after no. them yeah. like you know because that that's how it is here yeah and i just love that that is you know that that is so lovely and what you would want in your boss is, yeah. is someone who would be your advocate if yeah. you needed them Back you. exactly yeah. and i just think like or you know we've spoken about richard's you know, employer-employee relations before and how they can... He definitely has issues where regards to blurring of personal and professional lines. Yeah. But I just feel like in this episode, yeah. he was really just what she needed from her employer. So I have that as one of mine, so I'm going to go with the other one. Oh, okay. Which was Billy is guilty for bringing up fucking intimate memories minty <laughs> and we've talked about it quite a lot so i won't say it again yeah he needs to fucking stop yeah he like, needs, just needs to stop it's so weird and inappropriate and i think that's the thing like i said before you don't say that stuff if you're just intending on being friends with someone no. and uh, yeah if i was ali i think i would turn around and go 
I thought we you wanted us to be friends. Yeah. Because you're married. Yeah. Like, so why do you keep saying and this, this stuff? And this, this would be, or that approach would be exactly what Renee was talking about. You're def- you need to have your strategies for dealing with him. If you're, yeah. If you're not going to move to get away from him, you need to know how to handle... His, issues what his what the things are that trigger you yeah and like when head he, them off when he the says stuff like this yeah. to you don't take his hand and walk down memory lane with him yeah you need to be push him into the <laughs> sea of the past <laughs> get in the sea billy the past sea in the past where you belong <laughs> chuck him in the memory sea exactly. yeah no i i think yeah, you need to be turning around and going, what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> like, I, why? And you need to stop it. Yeah. Set these boundaries. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, there we are. The end of the episode. <laughs> that was good. I enjoyed yeah. it. That so, was bygones. That was bygones. If you have any uh, questions or objections or you just want to say hi, like, you can email us the bygone no, no not the bygones you always I always it. do this it's bygonespodcast at gmail.com and uh, twitter at bygonespodcast facebook search for us bygonespodcast everything is bygonespodcast except oh yeah our from. new instagram yeah which is bygonespod because at- Eleanor wanted to be different because <laughs> I wanted to be different I liked it bygonespod so, so yeah um, join us on instagram as well yeah we've we started uh instagramming so yeah we've had some really good discussions on twitter i can't believe how many uh people who uh are starting to get into annie mcbeal with us I so know. There's, honestly there's more than i ever thought there would be um and we're making we're well, not making but like people are willing to go in and sniff jeans for us yeah I know. <laughs> sniff um, denim check. that was ash um from from leicester um, yeah who did that for us thank you so much very important field work going on there <laughs> The more bygoners we can get to sniff jeans, the better. <laughs> does denim smell? We believe it does. Yeah, that was uh, what happened the other day. So yeah, so yeah, come join, come join the community. We're having a really good time talking to lots of people. Yeah, so. yeah. Until next time, bygones. bygones.